Welcome to First and Fifteen, the show that takes you around the UK flag football scene. Sponsored by Nuola, your customised sportswear supplier. Good evening, everybody. We are back with another live episode and we are going international. It's not the normal Thursday night one. We're doing an exclusive show this time. Uh, quickly, let's go through the, the guests we've got today. So far, we've got Jimmy. How are you doing today? I'm doing fine. It's a nice Tuesday here in Sweden. So um, we've got Ben. Ben, how are we doing today? Uh, we're good. I'm actually on holiday, so I can't complain. <laughs> Louise, I'm, I'm guessing you're, you're not going to be too far away then. <laughs> no, just one room away. <laughs> so, it's, it's not very often to hear people saying that they're on holiday in the UK, but I mean, I mean, for some people, it's a holiday. I was going to say the fact that you've considered it a holiday is um, <laughs> strange. Yeah, I mean, we had we had talked we had this discussion earlier because we haven't been on holidays properly uh, for the last I don't know eighteen, nineteen months, basically since COVID started. Obviously, like more or less everyone else, and we've always been to the UK. And we are going from here to, I would say, the first proper holiday to Italy. So we're looking forward to that as well. Talk, talking about Italy, we're coming to our next guest, I would say. Marco, how are you? Hi, guys. Nice to meet you. Thank you for having, having me here. So, so firstly, Marco, thank you for, for giving this opportunity to, to get the exclusive news. I mean, we love doing these sort of things, and it's, it's always going to be something fun. Obviously, a lot of teams look forward to Champions Bowl. You've got the, the unique aspect of, you know, top teams around the country or around the world uh, are joining in. Do you want to give us a quick rundown of Champions Bowl over the past couple of years and, and what's going on? Yeah. First of all, thank you for having uh, Benny and myself here representing the Champions Bowl committee, which is uh, a group of people. But Benny, <laughs> we could be a group of friends also uh, organizing this with the task of organizing this uh this, this tournament, which is basically the Flag Football Champions League, we can call it, uh, the tournament of the uh, national champions uh, for flag football in Europe, both ladies and men. Um, the last few editions uh, have been in, uh, have also been in uh, Cambrils, which is um, just an hour or so outside Barcelona. And let me thank you, Bart. Yeah, Carino for being the host for the last few years and also being the host for this new edition. Um, we will have this year 16 uh, teams in the men tournament, just like the last few years. And with the ladies, we're happy to say that we're able to go up from the from 10 to 12 teams this year, which is also which is always a good sign when you can when you are able to expand the field of of, uh, of of teams in the in the competition, and well, let's see who wins the crown of European champions. So, looking at this year's tournament, uh, let's see if we can. Do you, want, do you want to start off with the? We, we want to start off with the women's division this time. Don't yes. We? Yes. Yes. And yes, of course, tonight we will. We will draw the teams, the groups in which the teams will play the first the first phase of the tournament. Of course, that's why we're here. <laughs> so, I mean, I mean, Marco, Benny, Luigi, you've been pretty much organising this one between you. 
So if you want, I will let you fully take over and I will, I will just sit here moving little pretty pictures around and that's fine by me. Of course, Louise, Benny, feel free. Okay, so um, ladies first, I like the sound of that. Um, so first of all, I'll just do a quick introduction in how this is going to happen. So um, I will move my camera. So hopefully, I don't know how much of this you can all see, but it should help as I explain. We have 12 teams, like you said, in the women's division, and we have seeded them uh, into first, second and third seed. That's based on previous performances, uh, other European championships and tournaments and whatever. So we try to make those as accurate as possible with as much information as we have, uh, despite COVID putting a lot of things off. And we will draw two groups, group A and group B. We will draw a first seed, then a second, then a third, and then we'll go back and do another first, another second, a third, and so on. The only rule that will change the kind of randomness of this draw is that we will um, avoid, just like in the Champions League, having two countries in the same group because um, nobody wants to travel all the way to Barcelona to play the team they lived on the road from. Um, the only case where this won't be possible is uh, with Spain because they have three teams attending. So obviously two will be in the same group, but hopefully not the two top seeds shouldn't be able to be in the same group if I've done this correctly. <laughs> um, so hopefully you can see that they're all, uh, it's not great, but you can see that they're all laid out. Um, the top seeds we have, I'll tell you what they are as we put them in. So we have got the Coventry Cougars from the UK, uh, winners from last year. So they're gonna go in as a top seed, folded and put in. We have, I'm really sorry if I say any of these wrong. I have the ignorant British thing of not being able to pronounce European words. Um, Les Moleses, Red Lips from France, we have as well. Pauline, I'm sorry. Sorry for my pronunciation. Uh, San Juan Dolphins from Spain we have. Just to show that they're all there. And the Foxes 82, also from Spain, are the last of the first seeds. So they are in pot number one. Uh, seed number two. We have the De La Salle Saints from Austria. We have the High Park Renegades from the UK. We have the Valencia Firebats from Spain, the second of our Spanish teams. We have the Palma Panthers from Italy. And that are, they are the four second seed pots. And for the third seed, we have got the lovely Waldorf Wanderers ladies, no bias there from me, third seed. I'm not sure that that's right. I have a different to you, Benny. ASBZ, I have you have ASBY, Firebirds from Switzerland. Maybe someone can clarify that for me. And um, we have the Moscow Unicorns from Russia. And the last of our teams going into the third pot, again, sorry for the pronunciation, the Jur Gardens IF from Sweden. They will be in the third pot. Okay, clear as day so far, I hope. Happy with that? Everything fine in my eyes. Perfect. Everything fine. Okay, good. So um, I will draw then the teams and we will talk a little bit about each team, give a bit of information in case there, I'm sure there's some teams um, who haven't been at Champions Bowl before. So 
uh, might be interesting to just get a little bit of information about as many of the teams as possible. Um, so starting with Group A, and as we said, starting with Seed 1. So the first leader in that group will be uh, the Red Lips from France. I won't embarrass myself by trying to say it again. So they will be going here with Group 1. Stick these down so you know I'm not moving anything around. So we have the Red Lips from France, um, who I actually didn't realise until oh, speaking to them where the name... Sorry, Ben. Uh, I just read and um, because Lou did an amazing job and uh, to gather all the details for all the ladies team and I just saw that they won the first edition of Big Ball and I'm pretty sure that's not wrong because they won the first edition of Champions Bowl in 2017 when we reintroduced or introduced the first ladies edition of Champions Bowl and I'm pretty sure that's what they won and maybe they mixed it up because they were in Waldorf and the first Champions Bowl for the ladies was in Waldorf too but they definitely won the first edition 2017 of the Champions Bowl for the ladies so maybe that's what they're referring to when I just read through that information here that is um yeah that that could absolutely be what it is um yeah they did win the first champions bowl you're right uh, for women um yeah i was just going to say i didn't realize that the name red lips actually had more of a meaning for their team they when they reach a final they wear red lipstick as kind of a a nod or a, a sort of promoting the female touch within the sport which i think is absolutely brilliant um and obviously they reach many finals so hopefully we'll get to see that this year i love that concept um Created in 2015, so not the oldest team, but as women's teams go, a pretty well-established one. Um, they've already won three national championships, so definitely have a rich history. Um, I asked Elisa if they have any kind of key strong players worth giving a shout out, and she very kindly told me they are a team of stars. So no, <laughs> um, so I'm sure they're going to turn up in full force. Um, are definitely a force to be reckoned with there from the French representation. I mean, just yeah, I mean, on the, least... you mentioned the stars there. Um, it was put out recently about the, the French national squad. And having a quick flick through there, they've got six players in the, the France 2021 squad. So, yeah, that's a lot. <laughs> uh, and I, I must say, Elisa as well, um, probably playing down her part in the team. Like, I have known her and I've seen her on multiple European championships. She was MVP of European championships. Like, she's a really strong player i would say and marco maybe you can say something as well as far as i know she played in italy as well as well as in yes France, she, she, she was in australia she does. yeah she plays she plays she comes over and plays uh with the with the catania team uh not not to disrespect the other players in catania but she elevates her level their level it's just unbelievable. They 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 are just a different squad when she's in, when she's playing quarterback and defense. It's yeah. I mean, I I can't I, I don't I can't find any any better words to describe about what she is on the field. She just elevates the level of the whole team. It's it's really unbelievable. Yeah, she's definitely an intimidating player to play against for sure. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Okay. Move on to the move, let's move on to the next one. So we'll take a second seat for that group. Yeah, go ahead uh, with the yeah. 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 Second yeah. Seat, sure, yeah. sure, sure. Yeah, we yeah. Yeah, okay. Yes, uh, so yes, yes. A second 
<laughs> the second seed we have going into Group A will be the Saints from Austria. Um, okay. I think anyone will agree with me that the first thing you hear when you hear Saints uh, is Saskia, their quarterback. Yep. One of the best quarterbacks in Europe, well, probably the best quarterback in Europe, at least historically, one of the best in the world. Um, I think that's often where, where we would start the discussions. Um, as of June, from what I found on their Facebook page, they have three Saints ladies as part of the Austrian national team. There's obviously some other players in there to look out for as well. Um, and for their league in Austria, currently running at the moment, the most up-to-date information I could find was they're currently eight wins and one loss, having just one very close loss to the Constables, who I know are, um, uh, I think, usually quite rival for them. But some massive wins, I think, even a clean sheet against the Ducks, some big wins against the Vikings, the Indians. Um, so definitely still worth their weight in gold to come to Champions Bowl based on the season they're having this year. Yeah, I mean, Saskia as well. I think on the national team level, she is, she's playing like forever. I don't know when it started, but I think until the Euros 2019, they, I mean, I don't know if they actually lost a game, but they basically, as far as I remember, basically won all the European Championships. <laughs> At least, if I mix something up, I'm pretty sure they did. But, I mean, Saskia is really, really good. Like, she has an arm. It's unbelievable. So, I'm glad she's coming back to Champions Bowl again. She was there two years ago, and it was always it's always nice to see her play and see her playing with her team. Absolutely agree with you, Benny. Okay, third team, third pot. Yeah, never, never a fun one to play against. Yeah. Third pot, we have got the, I'm going to go with ASVZ Firebirds, unless someone's going to correct me, yeah. Firebirds from Switzerland. Here we have them. I'll give you our first third seed for that group. Yeah. Um, so the Firebirds, yeah. obviously from Switzerland, as I said, Zurich, yeah. um, they're actually a really brand new team. So it's really cool to have them, I think, come along to Champions Bowl. They started in only in 2019, so they really are very new. And that was just in time for the first Swiss uh, Women's Football League. So I think that's um, that's really lovely to hear that, that the, the league there in Switzerland has started for women. I hope Germany follows suit and follow their Swiss counterparts on that front. Um, and it does mean that they are currently undefeated in the Swiss League. Um, but this is the first, obviously, Champions Bowl appearance for them. And it is, I believe, their first international tournament ever. Um, so it will definitely be a baptism of fire for them, I think, to come in and uh, have one of their, well, their first international tournament be something, the level of Champions Bowl. But hey, what a way to learn. Um, but on that, that said, they do have players who have been playing for up to 10 years, obviously probably been playing mixed up in other countries. Um, but again, they have also some players who have just started this season. So it will be an interesting mix for them. Um, they noted as their one of their favourite discussion points is whether you want to be a tall player to be able to catch the ball or a small player to speedily avoid tackles. They believe they have a very good mix of both. So if that gives any of the other ladies' teams an insight into what to expect, um, that, that's, their, that's their main talking point within the Firebirds team. 
Yeah, and I think if I'm not wrong, I think they're the ladies team for the Blackbirds, which we will see later on in the men's draw. So yeah, exactly. brothers and sisters coming <laughs> to the Champions Bowl together. That's good. Mm. Yeah, good stuff. I like to, I like to see I like to see that um, more clubs are going into having a men's and a ladies team. And I mean, when I when I read about the fact that as as far as they have been not very oh, like they are very new in the league and in the scene. I mean, going to Champions Bowl never lost a game in your club's history. I think that's a nice thing to say. And I think not every every team attending can say that. But yeah, as Lou said, baptism of fire. So we'll see how it turns out. Yep. Let's see. Okay, so that means we are back to the first seed for Group A. So. Yep. Let's see who no, the group other head B. Of let's group do group A B. Let, let's move them to group B. Oh, we're going to we're going yeah. to group B. Okay, all right, go yeah. to group B. Yeah. So the first head of group B will be those lovely Coventry Cougars from the United Kingdom. Um, so this will be a very, very interesting tournament, I think, for the Cougars, based on the fact that they um, are not returning this year with their usual uh, quarterback. So um, I'm sure everyone who knows the Barrett sisters knows that Millie is very uh, excitingly expecting her baby very, very soon. So, of course, she will not be at Champions Bowl. And her younger sister, Kelly, has stepped up to the mark to take on that role as quarterback, which um, she'll tell you that she's rubbish. I would imagine knowing Kelly and Millie, they've had some good training sessions in and that uh, she's going to step up to the mark as great as the, as the champ as a Barrett sister would. Um, so it will be an interesting tournament, I think, for the Cougars because obviously then they're going to lose Kelly on offense as a receiver. Um, and it will obviously be a, a completely different offensive system with someone else there at quarterback. Um, they are, however, the longest running club in the country uh, with an extremely rich history. I believe they've won all but one of our UK titles um, since we've had a women's league running and they've all been playing since they were kids. So hopefully the experience there will help them to kind of bridge that gap of a new quarterback. Um, they do have pretty much a team full of GB uh, national players. For example, they've got um, Amy Wells, they've got Grace Conway, um, a few others who they're not um, are not confirmed coming yet, but um, with Kelly there, we've, we've got Lottie as well. Um, definitely will be uh, an extremely high chance, I think, of these guys doing really well in this um, tournament. And they've also picked up for her first season this year playing with the Cougars is Ellie Thorpe. So very strong both sides of the ball there with Lottie and uh, Ellie being GB defence and uh, Amy Wells and Grace being their offence. So that um, definitely is a team to fear and to watch out for. Um, but also, I think, will be interesting based on the new quarterback position. Marcus, maybe you can say something about the Cougars. I saw recently you were playing for a mixed team or for the Cougars. So, I mean, you must be very close. So maybe you can give us some more what Lou hasn't got on that sheet. I mean, I mean, obviously, we, uh, my son plays for the Cougars juniors and we see a lot of the women's players coming down and training. That They've been playing in the in the mixed division for, for quite a few years now as well. So they, I mean, I, there's, there's always that bit of, the, some of the women's teams will kind of stay away from the men's division or the mixed division. The Cougars have absolutely no fear when it comes to who they play. They they don't really care, and and it, it, you know, you'll see a lot of them just kind of 
they're playing without the fear of anything in in the mind. They're they're very much like a they're brought up on football, as you can see. A lot of the I think we've lost Marco. There, a lot of the players will you'll often see come through the the systems and go through like juniors and youth. And obviously, you, you said there that how how long they've been playing. And the only thing I've got on here that you know they've lost uh, two GB players through that uh, because obviously they've got Millie and Sophie as well, both uh, pregnant. I think they'll be just trying to add Marco back in there. Um, Sorry, uh, guys, my internet just dropped. Apologies. So, yeah, they they could be losing two GB players, but they still having a quick look at their roster. Still could be turning up with eight GB players. Which which is an amazing thing, and yeah, you are right. Is all but one of the UK tournaments or the UK? I, th I think they've only lost a couple of games in the the six years that they've been playing in the women's league as well. That's impressive. Yeah, I mean, I think right. the the other thing with the Cougars, perhaps because they've been playing so long. Um, is that they also they have quite a lot of depth for every position you know like they have normally a qb who plays gb before millie was um before she got pregnant but you've got like centers who play gb you've got blitzers who are playing for gb you've got receivers you've got it's not a case of you know you've got a few star receivers who are gb but maybe defense is lacking you really have gb players in every one of, of the positions but you need them to be on the field which just it just makes it really really difficult to play against Okay, so we will now take the second seed for Group B, the first of the second seeds. So we have got the Parma Panthers from Italy. Um, and I do believe this might be one of the teams that I don't have any information for. So I'm praying to God that perhaps, Marco, you might be able to fill in for me on this one. Yeah, sure. Uh, well, I don't know the whole story of the team, but they are a—they're one of the top two teams in Italy, uh, constantly battling. Well, I would say the Italian final for the ladies has always been either Catania, Parma, or Trieste. It's one of the three. You can bet one of the three; it's ending up in the final game of the of the league, year in and year out. Parma is a is a very good team with lots of players. Lots of players from the that play in the national team, in the blue team. Uh, very well coached by uh, Coach uh, Borchini, who is also this year the co the defensive coordinator for the blue team. So the level is is up there. So really, really a very good team with uh, with. I mean, you they have everything you can ask for. Ask for uh, tall receiver, quick receivers. They have the national team quarterback playing, Carolina. So I would say uh, a team to be feared. I think, if I remember correctly, they ended up third in the last Champions Bowl. So very good result. So this is shipping up to be a pretty good, pretty good uh, group with uh, Cougars and Panthers in there. So. Obviously, the whole thing is about the champions. When, like, so, like you said, like the Parma Panthers champions. From what I saw on the the last Italian league, the Cougars, the the current champions of the English league. Yeah. I mean, 
this is a, a scary group already. Yeah. Actually, Panthers uh, actually Panthers lost the final this year to the to the to Catania. So they won last year, but they lost the final this year to Catania. So as I was saying, always in the final though, they're always there, <laughs> always always there. So. Well, we can make this group a little bit scarier by maybe pulling a uh, champion from from the third seed. We can find out what we get. Go ahead. Maybe we'll cut the break. Maybe we'll give them the group of death. Who knows? Let's see. Who knows? Let's see what we've got. Okay, we have again pronunciation. Apologies. The Jurgans AF from Sweden. They are going to go into our third seeds for Group B. So that's. Seed one, two, and three done for group A and B. Um, so, Swedish team, relatively new. 2017 they started, so not the oldest, not the newest, or in the middle. Um, but again, good history so far. They've already won the bronze, silver, and a gold medal in uh, some previous championships. So, definitely didn't start at the bottom <laughs> when they started their, when they founded their team. Um, it is, however, their first international tournament as a team. So same as with, which team was it before? Was it the Firebirds where I said they uh, were going to have a baptism of fire? Um, yeah, it will be a nice tournament for them to uh, to experience for the first time. Um, but some members have been at Pinkball and Sportmonda. So if you spot anyone that you recognise, um, I think a couple of the girls were at Sportmonda. I, uh, they ref a couple of games. So we should recognise their faces, even if you uh, haven't seen them at Champions Bowl before. Um, they they said when I asked them about their team that they might be a new team. They are looking to grow. They've got big ambitions. So definitely got some key players in there and we shouldn't underestimate them. So I quite like that fighting talk that we have from them already. Um, a little fun fact for you, if you see their quarterback and their tallest wide receiver doing a low five as opposed to a high five, um, their QB actually almost broke a foot doing a high five during the World Championship in Italy 2014. I don't understand how someone can manage to do that. Maybe they were celebrating like mad. Um, so she's quite rightly steering clear of that manoeuvre from now on. Um, so low fives all round for this lovely Swedish team. I mean, as we said before, like we've got the, the experts on this one. So... If you need to know about Swedish football, we're going to go to Jimmy now. Jimmy, what have you got on this team? Uh, it, it is a relatively new team, but they have five or six players with uh, international experience from national team. And their quarterback is probably one of the better quarterbacks I've seen. Uh, she has a very good arm and she has a well, as you said, she has one tall receiver, and they work really good together. So, uh, they, um, I mean, their their result that uh, Pink Bowl uh, last year, or not last year, but the last time they played there was pretty good. So, uh, they can only they, they are improving a lot every every year. So, uh, but it's going to be a tough group for them going international for the first time and uh, facing teams like the Cougars and the Panthers. That's uh, uh, it, it will be interesting to see. Oh, I'm trying to think. And I think we... Sorry. Sorry, Benny, go on. 
No, you go on. I just want to basically uh, go on with the draw, but you wanted to add something else. <laughs> oh, no, no, it, it was purely the fact that, I mean, I, I've been looking at some of the, the, the distances you guys are traveling. Uh, I've got it on here. This is all, this is all if you travel by car, 2,751 kilometers from, uh, from, well, from, from Jew Gardens to, to Camrose this year. The amount, the amount of times I've, I've, we've had it in the UK league where people, people don't want to travel too far from like Coventry to London and things like that. Then you see ones like this one. and I'm, I'm glad this is a one-off. My bank account cannot take this. But yeah, let, let's carry That's on with the draw. Deal. We've got the next one. Yeah. Okay. Back to one. So um, we're ready to fill in the rest of Group A. So... One of two teams can come out of this one. So heading the group with red lips in group A, we have got Foxes A2, so our Spanish team. Um, so they're going to be going over here. So they will be um, the first seed up there with the red lips, with the Saints and with the Firebirds. Um, so Foxes, I, I think, I mean, a lot of people coming to Champions Bowl will know the Foxes. I think they've been around, they've got a good reputation um, and they've got a lot of social players who like to kind of make friends around. So you definitely will recognise a lot of players from the Foxes. Um, I think quite rightly a first seed in this in this championship. Um, they've been together for more than five years and are the current champions in, uh, in Spain. But they're also multiple time champions in Spain. So just like the Cougars, very, very rich history within their own domestic league. Um, but this year they're bringing with them a big mix of experience and new players. So some of the players, uh, it is actually their first season with the club this year. So it'll be interesting to see how they kind of integrate those players into into their team, see what athletes they're going to manage to bring with them to support them this year. Um, but I think my favourite thing about the Foxes is they are a women's team completely managed by women, which uh, for me is, I think that's fantastic. It doesn't happen very often and it just shows... Um, you know, in Spain or with around the Foxes Club, at least, how much they've managed to uh, promote women in sport and to try and, you know, to have coach, coaches and managers that are also women is just fantastic news. So um, big congrats to, to the Foxes for that. And I, I think that they will they will put a good performance. I'm, I'm very sure of that. And we have two, previous, two former winners of Champions Bowl in this group because they won in 2018, right? Yeah, I was just saying that. I mean, 17, we said the Red Lips won. Um, 18, I think in the final, it was Foxes 82 against the Coventry Cougars, if I'm not wrong. And mm -hmm. then 2019, which was the last edition, the Cougars won. So we have two former champions or the two latest champions of Champions Bowl 2019 and 18 in the same group. With, no, not in the same group, sorry. The champions of 17 and 18 in the same group. I just looked at the groups again. So. Yeah. Yeah, but Quite it's, impressive, it, I think. I mean, this says a lot of the level of the level of the competition this year. I mean, yeah, three previous winners. And it's a lot. I mean, all the winners from the previous from the previous editions. So yeah. big stuff. All right. So okay. So second two. seed for Group A. Yeah. Let's see what we've got. We have got the Valencia Firebats from Spain. So as said, there will be two Spanish groups, uh, two Spanish teams 
in one group. So that's the only team where we're going to allow that. Um, Valencia Firebats, if there's anyone who would like to provide some information, I can tell you they come from I, Spain. I, the only thing I can tell you is that they're probably, the, I mean, not probably, they're the ladies team of the Valencia Firebats who will also be in the men's competition. That's all I know. <laughs> as far as far as I know, maybe Marcus, you can read out because you're probably on the computer. I'm just on the phone. As, as far as I saw in the, in the Facebook group chat we have for this international podcast, I just saw some um, push-ups popping up on my phone that someone sent some details about them last minute. Maybe you can have a quick look. <laughs> oh, I'm trying. I'm trying to read this, but. Uh... <laughs> So the the Campeones Spanish Flag Bowl 2019, the Subcampeones LVFF. I'm not too sure what that actually stands for, but it's 2016, 17, 18, and 19. So whatever it is, they've done it four years in a row. Uh, yeah, that, probably that, the South Division, <laughs> maybe the South Division of Spain flag football, might be. It, it could be. No I mean, idea. I think Carlos was uh, trying to find out some information for us. And I think he, a lot of it is obviously it's it's in Spanish. So I've got no idea what it says, but four years in a row, it's got to be a good one. <laughs> I think the only thing you don't fancy are... flexing your Spanish muscles. So, I mean, the thing is, if I go on now on the chat on my phone, um, I will lose the picture and everything. So, I mean, I think I, I'm going with Manuel. Yeah. Uh... Oh, state state league. Oh, the state league, okay. And the Valencia oh, league and the two four times, four times champions of their state league. I mean, ah, see, Valencia, Valencia league. league. Yeah. See, why research? We could just put this out to the viewers. They they give us more information than I found myself. <laughs> exactly. The the only other thing I've got on my on my list of notes here, which I've been compiling throughout the week, is that they are. I think they're the the closest team. To calling Canberra's home at 241 kilometers. That, that's all I've got. They could run there. <laughs> oh, well, that's not that's not the best pre-game warm-up. No, probably not. No. <laughs> um, I just noticed something, guys, in the draw. We have a little issue because we said we will only have um so for example, we have Hyde Park Renegades and we have Coventry Cougars and Hyde Park Renegades in my eyes, are uh, the only team left in uh, seed pod two, and they will therefore automatically go in group two, which is then the same as Coventry Cougars. Yeah. And we said we will only have um, an overlap of two Spanish teams in one group. So in my eyes, yes. the Valencia Firebats have to go in group two. Yes, yes, you're right, okay. babe. Yeah. And, uh, and the, last, the last first seed team, which will be in my eyes uh, the San Juan Dolphins have to go then automatically in group San two Juan as well Dolphins. and the Hyde Park Renegades yeah like let's do them as the next because they're the last team left anyway so we have the first seeds out of the yeah. way yeah. and then that will leave the second seed last team which should be then the Hyde Park Renegades we can do that in the second I mean just I mean, we have covered um, Valencia, and then I would say like San Juan Dolphins because I said they're the last clear um, first team, which we mm -hmm. basically have to place like that. So, what de details do we have there? Luke? 
So wait, what? You're already jumping to San Juan Dolphins. I mean, we were done with Firebirds, were we? Yeah. Well, why yeah. don't? Okay. Would it not make more sense to go to Hyde Park Renegades and finish this group off first, or not? Yeah. I mean, it's yeah, not we finished can... because we have. I mean, do it then. Okay. Sure. <laughs> okay. So. Uh, that should so okay so the so what should have been if i'd have managed to pick these in a lucky order what should have been the second seed for group a the second seed is the hyde park renegades um yeah so just to confirm hyde park renegades will be put in group a because yeah. they can't go into group b with the cougars valencia firebats who we just picked have actually just moved group b to allow for that um difference between hyde park renegades and the commentary cougars um so Hyde Park Renegades. Now this will be an interesting one. Um, probably, except for maybe Manchester in the past, I would say this is probably the biggest uh, women's league rivalry in the UK is against between the Cougars and the Hyde Park Renegades. So far, Hyde Park have never beaten them in a final. I, I, they claim, which I would imagine is probably true, to be one of the only teams to have beaten the Cougars generally throughout the Cougars' career. I know other teams have beaten them in the past, but sort of in the more recent history, it is usually down to the Hyde Park Renegades to beat the Cougars. Um, so they are second in the UK at the moment. But what will be interesting this year is that um, they've had quite a big change in their roster. They've had a lot of uh, former players or tackle players uh, players who have retired and come back or whatever and um, who have joined them for this season this year as new players of um, with the Hyde Park Renegades now. Um, so that includes some really massive names like Phoebe Schechter, Nat Parker. Um, I have heard rumours of uh, Hannah Pye perhaps. Um, so some GB contact players we have in there. I think they boast eight GB players across flag and contact. So um, it could be a completely different team to what we've ever seen before. Um, but one thing I would mention, so some of their stats do look really great. So, for example, they came second to the USA in Big Bowl. Um, but that was with a guest quarterback, so Diana from Mexico. So some of their stats, I think, are slightly skewed based on having Diana with them, who obviously, because of the rules of Champions Bowl, um, Deanna's not a registered member with Hyde Park, so she obviously can't come to Champions Bowl. She didn't play the league with them. So she um, she could be a big difference. Um, but you do have a GB uh, quarterback in Jade Archibald. So it's not like they're um, going to be stuck without a quarterback. Nat Parker's also got a lot of experience at QB. So I don't know, perhaps they're going to throw some wild uh, cats stuff out there. Um, but they definitely are one of the bigger threats to the Coventry Cougars. And with these new players on board, I think it could be a really interesting one to watch out for. And I would be intrigued to see how they got on. I hope they do really well um, because they've got a lot of international experience. They've got a lot of GB players. Uh, they've played together sort of a, around the scene for a while. So um would be nice to see them kind of earn their stripes at this moment, I think would be my two cents on them. I guess you've said it all. We've said it all perfect. Women usually do manage to cover it all. Um, so I guess we will put the third seed into this group A. Benny, don't say anything, please. So going, 
going into group A, the final group of uh, final team of this group will be the Moscow Unicorns, who um, largely ignored me by messenger, but were more than happy to speak to my wonderful husband. So he has given me some information here. Um, <laughs> very precise, in fact, formed on the 18th of May 2015, which was actually before the start of the Russian Cup. Um, and then I believe this is another one of those teams that's been based on a men's team, the Men's Club United I have here. Um, and then around 2018 and 19, they sort of took over confidently the first spot in Russia. Um, we have seen them at Big Bowl before. Um, so it's not going to be the first international tournament for sure. Um, they also boast, as I think many of these teams are going to at this level, some national team players, some Russian national team players. Um, and their head coach and DC, Konstantin Larakov, is apparently well known from the national team for flag from the United Club and is also the DC for the contact junior national team. So they've obviously got a very experienced and knowledgeable coach behind them as well, which, as we all know, can make a huge difference um, at a tournament with a level like this to have someone kind of uh, there to support you. So, um, yeah, any thoughts on, on uh, the Moscow Unicorns? Well, at Champions Bowl, it's the first time that we have a Russian team. For the ladies, exactly. we were true? supposed to have right. one for the men, but unfortunately, they don't see they, they they're not able to come. They had to they had to withdraw. That would have been good to have two teams from Russia, one for each competition. But hey, with with COVID, it's it's complicated. So we we definitely understand, and we'll enjoy having. Well, they 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 will be the only the one and only team to ever play Champions Bowl for Russia. So, good for them. <laughs> and also a very um, big point for Champions Bowl to have extended their reach by one more country. It's a nice Yeah, we're very happy. Yeah, we're very happy about that. Yeah. So, I think we're done. There's no more teams to talk about, right? Uh, I don't think the... <laughs> I'm making fun <laughs> of you guys. I don't know if you got it, but... Yeah, who I, is I think you... We're not, we're not so easy to forget. Is, who, who is talking about you guys? Me or you, Lou? I mean, <laughs> I mean there well, is another you know team, let's but first, I don't, only, I don't first, know if you want to talk about that team. Let's just, <laughs> let's just talk about the Sanhan Dolphins first, shall we? Should we, should we just... Oh, um, yes, the Dolphins are also... Yeah, sorry. And then, then I can... You got me. I would suggest. So I would suggest. I mean, I would suggest. Let's do it this way. Um, we talk about the Samathan Dolphins now because obviously I forgot them. Sorry for that. And then I would say I would talk about um, the Wanderers ladies, and later in the men's draw, you will talk about the Wanderers men. How about that? Oh, that that sounds very very fair. So you better be careful what you say. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> Um, no, okay, okay, so let's stay on track for a minute and we'll save this domestic rivalry for later. Um, San Juan <laughs> Dolphins. Um, so San Juan Dolphins are actually a team very close to my heart because they have a player who is my favorite player in the whole of Europe. Um, Benny will always laugh at me for this. So they have Violetta, who I played against in Madrid 2015. Um, and we just bonded over that uh, wide receiver DB coverage. Um, she is an insanely good player. 
I've seen her win MVP at pretty much every tournament I've seen her at. Um, but the scary thing is she's not the only one in that team. Uh, we've got Maria of note, very small but extremely fierce. Um, we've got Alicia, who was the last MVP of the Spanish flag bowl, so a great offensive target there. Um, Esther is a very key receiver, but also apparently got a better arm than most European QBs, so always dangerous when you've got um, a good backup QB or if not a wildcat QB. Um, and Manuela on the defensive side has apparently an uncountable amount of sacks. So um, definitely a team, you know, roster-wise on paper who are going to be very dominant. Um, but on top of that, you've got the statistics to back it up. So they've been around for six years. And in those six years, they've already won the national championship five times. So definitely not a bad percentage. Other international titles include Pink Bowl, TIAM in Barcelona, and they did last the last few weeks just win Sport Mondebol. So, you know, a, a, an extremely rich trophy cabinet there. Um, and they currently have two players who, in fact, European championships between Spain, no bitterness there that they beat the UK in the final, of course. Um, and that they've now up that to three players competing at the World Championship in Israel. So, I mean, I don't think you get better stats than that for a team coming into a, into a tournament like this. They would probably be Maybe my favourites to be in the final, if not to be on roll. Um, I just think that's an incredible read sheet to have for a team. Uh, it, they, just you can you can only call that a successful team in my eyes. <laughs> yeah, amazing. <laughs> Everything yeah. you said is a little bit of a fear. <laughs> Everyone's I would speechless. Say, for there we go. Else. Yeah, I mean, right, I, I saw them playing. I saw them playing at Sportmonda like three weeks ago, and if you see as well which teams participated there, like it was a very strong field. Like not in like talking about we talked about the Austrian team earlier, and there was the Austrian um, roster there, or basically I think they used it as like a pre-selection process for their national team. They came with like 20, 25 players. If I'm, I mean, it it, it looked like it's endless their pool of players. And they lost, as far as I remember, in the final to San Juan Dolphins. Um, Jimmy, you, you probably know that better because you commentated that game, if I remember right. Yes, yes, I did. And you are correct. Right. I mean, yeah, they, what I saw looked amazing. And um, yeah. I think it's, I don't know if it's the first time they uh, come to Champions Bowl. I think it is. And yeah, I'm looking forward to that. And let's see how that turns out and then i would say i go over to the last um team we haven't talked about yet is the valdevonras ladies team um so th the team we have founded um some years ago i don't even know when it exactly was when it started i mean we've with the team um based under our men's team or with our men's team not under um alongside um, we have re-established or not re-established or started the Champions Bowl for the ladies, um, which then took over or was then taken over into one event in 2018. Um, it's not like I would say it's this only official like club team, uh, women's club team in Germany, who is as well registered with the league and everything. As there's no German female league, they are playing in the mixed league. Um, for example, on Saturday, uh, we have the, as Lou called it, domestic rival rivalry again because we are playing them in the league on Saturday on the game day. So the men's are playing the women, which is always fun. 
Um, currently, they have three national team players, um, which you don't have in other countries, that you have national team players from various countries. Like, as far as I know, we have two German national team players who are still in the like recruiting process for the national team for Israel in this year. And we have my wife, who is still in the roster for GB. Um, yeah, so it would be cool if three, if we could say for the ladies, we have three national team players in the end traveling to Israel. So we haven't had any except Lou um, in 2017. So we'll see how that turns out. Um, we have Sophia, Sophia Böhmer as quarterback for our ladies team. She has played for years and years with the Wanderers um, in the mixed league and has played with us alongside as much as possible. And she was the pushing um, factor for the, for the ladies team. They're currently undergoing a coaching change. Um, our former head coach for the men's, um, who yeah, had loads of success with the men's team, took over the ladies, I think, in 2019 or 18 after Champions Bowl. After, I think 2018 Champions Bowl was his last tournament with the men. He took over the ladies then and um, coached them since then up to now. When he will retire, he will completely pull back from flag football after... I think he started 2004 playing for the Wanderers and then coaching. Like, anyway, it's a big loss for us. But um, yeah, our our new coach will be Simon, who is um, taking over the girls. And yeah, they are as well more emphasizing on player coaching and getting some help from the guys as well. And yeah, it's I would say we have a huge range of experience for the girls, including players who have played for three or four weeks. They were basically just kind of picked up and now they're coming to Champions Bowl as well. They registered with the club, playing the league and everything, but that's basically after Sport Monda, where she came one week before she joined Wanderers, I think. It's now her second international tournament, and that's, that's I think, the main goal of the Wanderers as well, to always travel to many to as many international tournaments as possible to um, yeah, get rid of the lack of experience we can get in the missing ladies league in Germany. So I think that's enough, and I haven't said anything completely bad, Lou, so watch out what you say later. And I think that's it then. If anyone, I mean, any other comments about this, about the draw? What do you think, like overall reactions? They look I mean, like a very balanced group. I mean, I, I can't say that one group is, is more difficult than the other, to be honest. I mean, Dolphins and Cougars in one, Foxes and Red Lips in the other, Panthers, Saints. I mean, the level is there for both teams, for both groups, I think. They're going to be very, very, they're going to be a big battle. I mean, I mean, Marco, as, as an, as an organizer, uh, who would you, who would you pick out on this one as the, the team to watch and the, the, the team that you think will be winning this one? Well, uh, I'm, I, I confess not being a big expert of, uh, ladies flag football. But what Luis, Luis said about the Dolphins, it's, it's really, really impressive. So if they keep their promises, I think they're, they're the team to, to, to watch out for. But still, the Foxes, when I saw them play in 2018, they were also impressive. They were an amazing team. So I'm betting on a Spanish final, Dolphins and Foxes in the final. Not more because I don't know much, but that's what I'm betting. I, I'm not going to ask Louise and Ben on, on their, their pick for this one because they're, 
there may be a slight bias there that I'm I'm, I'm going to try to get past that one. But Jimmy, what, what's your bet on the uh, on the finals for this one? I mean, if the Dolphins play to the same level as they did in Sportmunda, uh, they are going to be hard to beat. Uh, but other than that, it's it's open season for a for a playoff spot and final spot. I think it's I think it will come down to uh, if one of these teams that are not at the highest level might surprise another team and beat them and knock them down either from playoff or something. So seedings and everything is going to go into account. But my my, my guess is uh, is the Dolphins is one final team. The other one, I don't know. A uh, quick, quick question there for you, Marco. Um, I don't have it in my head. Um, what is the playoff um, picture for the two okay. teams each six? Who will, yeah, who the will top four teams. In... Yeah, I, I wanted to say that uh, top four teams from each group go into the quarterfinals, and the first team plays the fourth, and the second plays the third uh, of the other group. So first team in Group A plays fourth in Group B. Second in Group A, plays third in Group B, and so on. The bottom four, they will play a round robin for positions from uh, 9th to 12th. Okay? Understood. So there will be playoffs for the top eight teams, quarterfinals, semifinals, and finals, and another round robin for the, for the bottom four teams to battle it out from 9th to 12th. Sounds good. It's definitely easier than last year. I think last year we had 10. Yes. <laughs> Are you reading my mind? Like, <laughs> I mean, I know I know how many seeds night could cost you. And uh, like now we have 12 teams, which is easy yeah. to divide. And like, it's just a nice playoff picture and like will be interesting matches. And I'm, um, yeah, looking forward to see that. To anybody thinking about organizing a tournament, don't do it if you have 10 teams. Just don't do it. Make it eight, make it 12. Don't do 10. It's impossible to do anything that even remotely makes sense. It, it's so difficult. It's unbelievable. It was really difficult in 2019 to, to have a formula that satisfied everybody and didn't end up with too many games for the ladies. It's, it's really complicated. So, so happy to have 12 this year, really. More teams and easier formula. Can't ask for, for more, to be honest. So there we have that one. Um, I, I will just share out the images later on so we, people can have a look back and see who they'll be facing and what will be going on. But that's the, that's the women's division done. Do we want to move on to the, onto the mixed division now? Let's go on to the men's, yes. Yes. Absolutely. Okay. Should I present the, the thing, Benny? Do you want to do it? Um, yeah, so I can do it quickly. So we have uh, yeah. divided for the men's. We will have four groups, each four. And as far as I remember, if you just jump in, if I say something wrong, we will have sure. um, group stages of um, round robin in the groups, meaning per, per group, we have three games. And afterwards, we will have another round of group games. And these will be formed, let's say, first one, group A, after the first round of games, second one, group B, third third place group C and fourth group place group D are facing a new or, or how do you say structuring a new group 
And yes. after that second round of groups, we will have the first two going into the quarterfinals of each group. And the last two basically are playing for the places then 9 to uh, 13 and 6. Yeah, basically the same yes. um, on the it's bottom. Two, it's two playoffs of quarterfinals, basically. Eight teams going to top exactly. quarterfinals, eight teams going to consolation quarterfinals. Yeah, we have seeded the teams as well based on previous performances and basically the best of our knowledge. And I don't have it in my head, but Mark, you probably have it in front of you. So yes, I have them here if you want. Over to you now. Yeah. Okay. So the first seed teams are okay. I'm not as fancy as Luis and Benji, so my pieces of paper are smaller. But the first seed teams are the Armadillos, Alerod Armadillos from Denmark. I'm going ahead and put them into the... Actually, let me list them all because there's a lot of teams. And then we'll... Okay, so first seed is Armadillos from Denmark, Sphinx de Poel from France, uh, Waldorf Wanderers, I hope I, I pronounced it correctly, Germany, and Arona 65ers from Italy. Pot two, we have the Blackbirds from Switzerland, the London Smoke from the UK, the oh, this is difficult to pronounce, and I'm I apologize. Kraniski Yazbeci, I think I don't know, I'll show it because but from Slovenia, I'm sorry, but I might have murdered the name. Uh, and then the final team are the Valencia Firebats from Spain. Seed three, we have the Munich Spatzen from Germany, the Centaur de Grenoble from France, the Button Hookers from the UK, and Refoli Trieste from Italy. Fourth seed, we have the Lizards, Germany again, the 86ers from Sweden, the Black Demons from Las Rosas, Spain, and the Red Tigers from Italy. So we have three Italian teams, three German teams, two French, two from the UK, and two Spanish and one for each of the other countries. So good representation all over Europe. And let me just say that we thank both the Refoli and the Buttonookers for jumping on board. And uh, uh, I would say also, I mean, it, it's a good chance for them to play, but they also helped us out filling out the, uh, replacing the teams that had to withdraw due to COVID and travel restrictions and travel difficulties. So thank you guys for, for jumping in and uh, and participating into the competition. So, Benny, uh, we're going to draw uh, the four teams in seed one. The first team to come out is going into group one. The second one will go in group two, and so on and so forth. Like with the ladies, we cannot have two teams from the same nation in the same group. So we will move teams around according to that, okay? Yeah. Should we start? So Yes, go ahead. Armadillos going into the fancy little thing on the draw. Sphinx the pool. You Benji. Oops. And Arona 65ers. Okay, so 
moving it around a little bit. First team, group one, Armadillos from Denmark. I think the team to beat. Yeah, I mean, I think we can all agree that they're the yeah, beast. I mean, talking about uh, the strong leagues in Europe over the last 10 years, I would say Denmark was the strongest. Um, I think if you look back at the Champions Bowl editions where a Danish team was in the final, it's a lot. I think 2015, they lost uh, by one point in the final against the Austrian guys, if I'm, if I'm not wrong. 2016, um, they came third, if I'm not wrong, and only lost to another uh, Danish team, SGD, who won the mm -hmm. final there. Uh, 2017 in Austria, they won the tournament against another Danish team in the final. And yeah, like just, yeah, lot, um, basically, I think nearly the whole team uh, consists of national team players. We faced them two weeks ago at Sport Monda. Um, while last year we were able to give them their only loss of 2020 um, and took the crown for Sports Monda Bowl last year, we had no chance this year. I have to admit, and um, yeah, I mean, it's always a challenge and I like challenges and I'm looking forward to whatever comes on Champions Bowl and I'm glad uh, I avoid them in the first group and let's see how that turns out later. Let's see how long you can avoid them. Seems to be. Yes. Okay. Second team. Whew. Another round, another former champion. Thanks, the Po. Let me say something here. Uh, we played them uh, when I played with Arona. We played them in our first Champions Bowl in uh, Copenhagen. Yeah. We it, it was our first international experience. We were hoping to do well. We were just we just won the Italian league, and the the game with Sphinx was the i know sphinx are, are laughing while i'm telling this because i always tell them i have to revenge that game but that game was our do or die to get into into the semi-final we we are we were i was playing for the 65ers do you want to know the score 65 nothing they destroyed us it was the it, it was really and i i think i speak for the whole 65ers team seeing them and the SGD play that year was eye-opening of what the level of European competition is. Do you remember that final, Benji? Yes. Where they it was always the wheel out from the center, I think. They did it three or four times. Exactly. Yes. 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 Final minutes, yeah. a bomb down the down the field to score and win. Wow. What a what a game and what a team the Sphinx are. They're they're very, 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 very good. And a bunch of nice guys too. So really happy to see them again with us. Yep. Okay. Next one. Luis, your turn. <laughs> oh, didn't think that had to come off mute so quick. Okay. Um Water Wanderers. So um so having seen from behind the scenes, Champions Bowl means a lot to the Wanderers. Um, and I think they're definitely very gutted that they've not won it yet. Um, they've had 
so much potential and so much bad luck um ranging from i think was it 2018 the year of the uh, food poisoning pandemic where i've never seen benny so ill in my life and he then almost overdosed on ibuprofen to the point where he couldn't actually feel his hand to unfortunately lose was it the quarterfinal i think which was a massive um the lowest I think I've seen the guys um, and last year I'm not as good as you guys at remembering teams but I think did you beat did you beat Sphinx and then they went on to win which I think was also then a kick in the teeth uh, to know that you know had you met in the final perhaps um, things could have been different I just know that this means a lot to you guys and that you definitely have the potential so um, Fabi a key receiver you know the Achenbach clever connection is currently injured but hoping he'll be back has uh, broken his hand, but should be there and ready to go for Champions Bowl. Um, there's a couple new players who have been playing the league this year, some younger guys who have got a lot of potential, um, alongside the usual, um, let's say, fire offence that everyone knows the Wanderers for. Um, but defence is also, over the last... Well, since I've met Benny and I've been telling him uh, my defensive coaching tips, obviously the defence itself has... Uh, Improved? No, I'm kidding. Uh, the introduction of Jerry on defense, you know, coaching that, putting in a new defensive system was, uh, just makes them dangerous on both sides of the ball. So, uh, a team to look out for, a team who are gunning for it, they want it, they've, they've got fire in their belly. Don't underestimate them. And I, I just hope that they have luck on their side this year that they can give everything because I'd love to see them in a final. It would make, make me very happy and make them very happy. If I may, I think. The one, for what I've seen in the years I've played Champions Bowl, the Wanderers are the most improved teams from the time I saw them play the first time in Copenhagen to what I saw in 2019. Personally, I think, I mean, the, the job you guys did, it's, it's really amazing. And yeah, I remember I the football. I, I have this that. picture of Benny on the, on the stands at Cambrians and I was like, Benny, what's wrong with you? I oh, know I don't feel good. I'm like, yeah, you'll be you'll be good in no time. And he and he didn't play anymore in the tournament. I'm like, well, like waiting a year for this. I mean, I don't want to, uh, I, I don't I don't want to bring the hurt back, but uh, the pain back. But it was was I, I was sorry for you guys because I mean, you, you work a, a whole year for for this and just to get food poisoning in Spain at that at the tournament, it's like wow. Yeah, I mean, one thing will, which I will say um, um, to Lou, like one year was the food poisoning, which was not pleasant. And with the last two or the last two editions, 18 and 19, we beat the champion after. So 18, the Hell of Rebels, we beat them 42 to 18 or something. So pretty clear in the group games and then lost, I don't know who it was, I think Sphinx as well. And then in 19, we beat the Closer Nürburgring Indians in the group by 20 points difference and lost again to Sphinx, if I'm not wrong. So, yeah, we just have to beat Sphinx and then probably um, the Danish team, which wasn't there the last three years. And then let's see what happens. <laughs> okay. I mean, it's definitely a big ask and it would be a good challenge. So, we'll see how it goes. And the final team, of course. Arona 65ers from Italy. 
Yeah, I, I, I would say I would. I mean, I, I don't know much about the Italian league, to be perfectly honest. As far as I know, you guys have won it. Marco, you probably jump in. I'm, I'm, I know that you are not playing with the 65ers anymore. Mm -hmm. Because I heard you're too too good for them now. Is that right? That's the other way around. They're too good for me. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm too old for them. That's how it works. Just, just tell us something. If, like, no, I mean, they won inside. the league last year. They won the league the year before. Yes. Um, good team. Absolutely good team. Another team that uh, has improved a lot. Still very young. Still getting a lot of young players in. Um, they are improving also on the defensive. They're kind of like the Wanderers. I mean, they've always kind of worked well on, on offense. And they always, I think they always find themselves to having to get a little, always get a little bit better on defense. They were able to, uh, to get to play with them one of the, cornerbacks of the Italian national team, of the blue team, the last couple of years. So that definitely helped. And uh, I mean, the Italian league is in full swing right now. I think they are second right now. Top team is Refoli for now. I think they only lost one game. Uh, they've been, since 2015, when they first won the, won the league, They've always been there, at least in the semifinals. But I think that from 26, 2015 up until now, I think they only missed the finals once, the final game once. So definitely one of the top teams in Italy. Absolutely. And I'm looking forward to, to see. I mean, they, we, uh, we finished fifth in Cambrils uh, in 2019. And the goal is absolutely to get in the semifinals this year. I hope they make it. I hope they make it without me, so they would be able to blame me for the loss the other time. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm I'm joking. They won't, but yeah, good luck to them. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, I've played them now. I think twice on the Champions Bowl is always close games with you guys mm -hmm. with the 65ers, and yeah, it's always nice and like good yeah. bunch of guys, like just nice. Good. Can't say more. Okay. Second seed. So, Firebats, Valencia. Smoke, smoke or smokes? Uh, I don't. I don't know if I type incorrectly. I type smokes, but it might be on the smoke. Yeah, it's just smoke. smoke. Okay. Sorry, guys. Just smoke. Blackbirds, Switzerland, and again, sorry if I murdered the name, Kraniski Gazbeci from Slovenia. Okay, let's see who ends up with the armadillos. Whew. This isn't going to be a good game. London, wait. London smoke. I've never seen them play, but I've heard very good things about them. Benji, do you know them? I mean, I would maybe give over to Marcus. I think covering yeah. all the UK league, you probably know more about smoke. I mean, I've seen them. I've played against them a couple of times. 
um, lost one, but I will give it over to you here because that's a team you can definitely share some insights, I think, or some details. Yeah, I mean, this season they've played they've played nine so far. They've still got, uh, I think, two games left to play. They're currently undefeated uh, with a a points difference of plus three hundred and fifty so far this season in nine games. Three hundred and fifty. Yeah, they scored five uh, five hundred and twenty four, conceded one hundred and seventy four. <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> and as as many people will say about the the, the smoke team is that that Charlie the QB is is a very very intelligent QB. He he will not only pick apart your team, but he also works the clock perfectly. And I mean, I don't know how true this is, but he basically works out how he will end up with the ball at the end of every single half. And he's worked that out like from near enough the beginning of, the, of, of each half. He's worked out the drives and he's gone, right, so if you're going to take two minutes, I'm going, to, I'm going to keep this ball for a little bit longer to give you less time. He will always end up with the ball at the end of the game. So that's definitely something to talk about. I mean, I mean, we did go and cover... So if, if anybody does want to watch some of their games, uh, we did cover them. We took a little trip down to London to cover some of their games. And there was one play where they, their one drive where they started off on their own five yard line as normal. Um, I think there was about 25 seconds left in the game. And instead of just going a couple of long plays to see what they can do, he basically went to a, a running back play and just ran, dropped to his knee or went out of bounds and stopped the clock. And he took, I think he ended up with, instead of going for like two long plays, he basically had uh, one play from about the five yard line. And he basically, because he'd worked out how he was going to do it down to the exact tee to, and it was absolutely amazing to watch as a, as a fan. But yeah, I mean, going up against the, the, the competition that's going to have, it, this, this should be a good game for them. Yeah. Wow. That's going to be interesting to see. Yeah. So if you want clock management, that's him. Second team. With the Sphinx, Blackbirds from Switzerland. Nice group of guys. We had uh, last year, they were the only international team that we faced with, uh, with the 65ers. We were gonna, I mean, we're closed, so we organized a, a scrimmage between us and them in uh, just outside of Italy in Switzerland and it was a very nice day and a very very uh i mean it was uh, i don't know how to say it in english it, it 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 was very useful to train against them because they're a very very good team and there was another team that has been improving every year since i saw them play the first time in the champions bowl i think they've won the league in switzerland for the last at least two or three years i think so, yeah, very, very good team, too. Yeah, I mean, uh, I have played them, I think, three times now. Last time it's Bowl 2019. Uh, I don't know what happened there. We were up like by a lot of points at halftime. They completely turned the game around so that we ended up um, having one last play from our own five-yard line, and we were back against them. And I don't know what they've done there, but they haven't covered our most known receiver, Fabi um deep and he caught the ball in the last second and i think every other game was 
over on that time slot of Champions Bowl, and everyone was seeing that ball fly. And I was like, if we win that, I, I, can't, I can't believe it. Um, we won, um, and then we faced them again three weeks ago. I think two or three weeks ago at Monda, um, where we actually won very tight against them in the group game. They nearly got us with um, a trick play. I think you have some of you have seen this um, international bowl in Dallas where Israel played the American team, where they, no, they kind did. Of did a long play. They did it against us. It worked. So basically oh. the play where the, you throw, you don't throw, you have one long shot and you don't throw in the end zone. So you throw to the five yard line more or less and the receiver just um, does a volleyball move basically. And he caught it in the end zone and they had to go for two for the tie. They failed that, so we won that group game, and then we faced them again at the game for the third place. I think Jimmy commentated that as well, and very close game. As, as much as they have improved every time we played them, and in this game they beat us. And um, yeah, I'm, I'm glad that we don't have them in our group. So yeah, <laughs> definitely a team to look out for because they are getting better and better every time they play internationally. Jimmy, you got any memories of that game? Oh, there's about 19 games mashed into one uh, from that weekend. But nah, uh, I was surprised at the uh, smartness of their play style, I would say. Uh, they seem to be able to adapt pretty quickly and have answers for pretty much every defense they came up against. Uh, I, I would say that their, de their defense is their weakest point. Uh, I think, but they're pretty good on defense as well. But yeah, they they're really smart players, and uh, as as you've said, they have adapted over the years and improved uh, from from what I've seen. So who have we got next for, or who, who's going up against the, the Wanderers? Let's see. Let's see who you get, Benny. I wanted to ask you, who would you rather have, Firebats or Yazbechi? But I don't know. Do you want to say it or not? I, I always like facing new teams. I haven't played the Slovenian guys yet. And with okay. Firebats, we have an open build because that was the game where I was sick and couldn't basically really Ooh. play at my best. Okay. So both is fine for me. And um, yeah, I'm happy to take either. Then let's see what you get. Ha! Revenge game. There you go. Mm -hmm. Mano will be happy about that. <laughs> yeah, um, another team, another team which is yeah really strong. Like I think lots of national team players from Spain in their team. Um, really friendly guys. Um, we saw most of them just three weeks ago at Sport Mondebol as well. Um, we are good friends with them. Like I, I, I have it with me actually. I got a a pant or shorts from them with the firebeds logo on when like we made a little arrangement with manu their center and uh, i brought them flags for last champions bowl and he gave me a pants and like it's it's just a good relationship they are a nice bunch of guys and i'm looking forward to play them again and have the rematch um we were waiting for basically you do live in those shorts it's true <laughs> they're really comfortable actually <laughs> I mean, and... it, it, it does explain one of the first comments we got in in the show, before the, yeah. I think before anything had really happened, was uh, was this one popping up? 
<laughs> I have them with me, actually. They're upstairs. Like, I won't go up now, but I have them with me. <laughs> so you're not wearing the right pants. I'm not at the moment. And I mean, I won't probably put them on until Champions Bowl because I'm, da -da, don't, like, you know what I'm talking about. So, um, yeah, I will probably wear them after Champions Bowl and see what we do. So right. I'm looking forward to that rematch, Manu. And final team, of course, are the Kraniski Jasbeci from Slovenia. So Italy and Slovenia, neighbor neighbor countries, same group. Uh, never played them. Uh, Slovenian, the Slovenian world of flag football is one of the up and coming nations. I mean, the, you you get more and more teams from out of Slovenia. It's good to have them. Uh, to have again a, a team at Champions Bowl from Slovenia. We had one in 2019 too, if I remember correctly. Uh, do you know them, Benji? Have you played them? I don't think so, right? I think they have signed up for Big Bowl, which never happened. Um, or I mean, never happened, like hasn't happened last year, this year, and will happen next year. I mean, as you said, there's loads of teams. Like uh, I remember there was one Slovenian team. I don't remember the... Ljubljana Silverhawks, I think, was the first team, basically, which was the only team traveling international. And then there were other teams popping up, like Seeds, more or less. Um, and you have, like, Novo Mesto Knights. We had already a Champions Bowl. We had ah, Novo Mesto Knights, from, yes. Thank you. We had the Killer, killer Bees already from Slovenia. Um, like, loads of teams. And now Frogs, and I think Frogs have actually put a, a great social media play as well. Yes. They have cl coaches, clinics, like crazy stuff they're doing out there. And now another team, which I haven't heard before, has won the league. And like, I don't know what happens in the next year. So um, definitely a nice team to have. And yeah, looking forward to see them play. I just saw they won another game. I followed their Facebook page. And yeah, great. And I'm, I'm intrigued to see how you guys play against them. We'll see. We'll see. Okay, seed three. Centaur de Grenoble. So let's remember they cannot go in group two. Oh, Munich, yeah. that's, a difficult. Germany. that's a difficult one because the two German teams in the second seed can't go to us. <laughs> yeah. And the French team can't go to Sphinx, so no. But uh, no, I think the lizards, the lizards and Refoli are are inverted. Refoli are in ah, okay. group, are in this one. Yeah. Okay. Good. Baker yeah, Street. Button yep. Hookers. Thank you, Marcus. And Refoli Trieste. So we have Refoli that can't go in Group Four. Uh, I mean, a bunch of teams can't go. <laughs> Basically, Just every call team. And see what happens. Yeah, exactly. So, Group One: Baker Street Button Hookers. They cannot go in Group okay. One because the Lotus Broker there, so they will go in Group Two. They have to go. In. Correct. Yeah. So as as Marco said before, that's the team who literally jumped the Champions Bowl train last second. Um, they yeah. confirmed, I think, yes, yesterday morning that um, the, the oh, sorry, I'm not in the picture anymore. The quarterback uh, Vince um, confirmed to me on the flight back to the states that they are in. Um, and yeah, like 
they have been a Champions Bowl, I don't know, every year because they have won the um, British League, I don't know how many times, but a good they were team. Definitely like their 2019. Team. Yeah, they were definitely there 2019 and like it's a good, very good team. I think Wanderers, we still have a negative record against them and Vince will always put that on my toast. Um, <laughs> So, like, a very experienced team. Um, I think, as far as I remember, their oldest receiver, or not oldest, but best and most feared receiver is far over 40 and is playing national team for GB as well. So, but that's another team. Marcus, maybe you can say something to the button who is covering all the leagues in the UK. Um, so th this season, they've kind of struggled at the moment. They're currently fourth in their division uh, with a 5-2 and two record. I mean, when you look at some of the, the teams they've come up against, like like we said, like the Smoke and the, the Rebels and things like that, they, there are some big teams in that one. And I think, without trying to put too much emphasis on one thing, it, it's it's the loss of a quarterback. And as we've, we've talked about before, when you lose a... If you lose a receiver, you can sort of adapt a little bit and move people around. If you lose a quarterback, it throws your system off. And with, with the loss of Vince, uh, they're, they're, they're currently sitting at a 5-2 and two record. Uh with only a plus 90 on their points difference so far this season. I mean, that's that, unusual. It's, it's still a tough division to play in, but yeah, normally they are top two minimum at least. You know, so it, it may just be the loss of a quarterback, but if, if you said that Vince has confirmed and he, you know, if he's coming with them that, that year, you could see the button hookers of old coming back out and, and I'm, I'm sure Vince won't be uh, missing any steps in his playbook, and it'll be it'll be firing off straight away. Yeah, good, good. I'm sure about that. So that is a good competition as well. Things Blackbirds, like we talked about the Blackbirds a lot. That that's a strong group so far. Yeah. Third, second team, Group One, Refoli Trieste, Italy. First of all, a bunch of friends, and I'm not kidding. Um, it, it, the, the great thing about these guys is that they are, uh, they are, they, 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 I mean, how nice and great they are with everybody. It's unbelievable. It's, um, I'm really happy to, to call them friends, first of all. And again, it's one of the team, it's one of the few teams in Italy that are flag football only. They have very, very few players that play tackle football. They train all year long for flag, and their growth has been immense from when they started six, seven years ago to where they are now. They were second a couple of years ago in the league. It's their second time at Champions Bowl. Then, uh, and they are the first team in the league right now. I think their record is probably eight and one, something like that. Coming into the third uh, day of a uh, third day of the league. So I'm curious to see where they are now. Of course, the first year they came, it was like with like for everybody. It, it's a shock to get into Champions Bowl. It's like hitting a wall head on because the, the level of competition is so higher than any league, probably only the, the Danish league when like a few years ago was at the level of champions bowl like how good the teams were like how many good teams you had but any national league the difference of competition with champions bowl is is huge 
So of course, the first time they came, it was it was difficult for them. Uh, but I'm curious to see where they where they are now. And I can't say yeah. they they were lucky with the draw because uh, armadillos and smoke it's it's tough. It's really tough because yeah. you have to beat one of the two to get into the top two teams. So yikes, complicated. But yeah. we'll see. Yeah, I remember playing them. You played them exactly. As well. yeah. yeah, I mean, as you said, it was their first Champions Bowl, and um, maybe we had a big part of that shock moment you were talking about. I think we we won by forty or fifty points. But as you said, if they are now first in the league and have Arona sixty-five is behind them at the moment, so that means something in my eyes. And as you said, they have improved, and in two years, loads of things can happen. And I'm. Um, interest, intrigued to see them in this tough competition and like especially in that group it will be tough for them as you said but you can only win in such group so you can always yeah. grow over yourself exactly and they're and they're the only team that beat the 65ers this year in the league so i see they're playing That's very very well statement yeah let's see group three well group three it has to be the the French team because the Spatzen cannot go in group three. So Centobel yes. Hanoble will go in group three and Spatzen will go in group four. I mean, I'll pick them out. They're there, but yeah. that's the only way it can go. It can go in Spatzen. Okay, I don't know the, the the French team, but I'm happy to be back to having two French teams in the Champions Bowl. That I can say. The first, my first Champions Bowl, we had two teams. We had the Sphinx and we had the Bulldogs, I think. Mm. Right? Yeah. If memory yeah, serves me yeah, right. Yeah. And then we always yeah. had only the, the Sphinx and now the, the Centaur are there. And uh, I'm curious to see what their level is. I personally yeah. don't know that. I mean, I, I think, I mean, we have played their quarterback um, three weeks ago. He's part of the uh, French national national team as well as I remember, and we played them at Sport Mondebol. He was taking part with the Kalika Kings, basically a mixed team of the Grenoble Centauros and um, Kalika Ku. It turned out it was only I think one player from Kalika Ku, and more or less them. And we won by one point against them, which was a very tight game. Um, Jimmy is nodding. He <laughs> that was on the stream field as well. He has seen that game. It was very tight and. Yeah, I'm, we have played him when we played two years ago in a seven. There was a European um, version of the AFFL, the Sevens League, and he played with a mixed team for France as well, the quarterback. I mean, he's the only guy I really remember and I've seen before, and he knows what he's doing, and I'm, I'm happy to face them. Like, it's a new team, as you said, a new French team. Bulldogs were just, a, I would say, one hit one that I came once in 2016, and the only French team since then is Finks, and as I said before, they are our French nemesis, and um, yeah, looking forward to play another French team. And I would, I would leave you the world, also for the Spatzen, because you know them. I'm sure yeah, you know them. Um, so. Very interesting team as well. Um, when we're talking about teams who have improved the most um, over the last couple of years, the Spatzen, especially in Germany, are definitely to be named here. Um, we. 
I think 2019, it was the first, like their, their goal, like that's, that's what I talk when, when we, when I talk about Champions Bowl and when Lou said that we're taking it seriously, their goal was to participate in Champions Bowl and they wanted to come top two in the German league to have that and be invited in the first round. And they managed that 2019 when they beat the Calcum Lizards in the final for, or the semifinal for the German league and lost really last second to us and we haven't been that close to a loss in a long time um, and since then um, they have improved and improved other good player as well like one of the center from the Calcum Lizards has moved for before this season to Munich he's playing now with them so they've received some um, experience there as well he's in the national roster at the moment as well plus they have uh, two national team um, defensive players so we lost to them as well. I think the first time in a long time um, we lost to them as Dortmund just three weeks ago. It was a close game, just one score, but they got us. And as I said, they have improved a lot. They have a hard-to-read defense, I would say, um, as Oliver Brownsov, their defensive captain, is a mastermind in what he's doing on the defense as well. Um, yeah, a, gr a, great a great group for them. At first, first time at Champions Bowl, and I'm happy that they are there. And I think they have a pretty good one thing group I would there. Um, yeah, go ahead, my wife. <laughs> no, just one thing that I would um, would add for Munich, which I don't know, I haven't seen their roster who they're bringing. But the other thing I do love about Munich is they uh, they do have two women who play. I would say one hundred percent of the time with them, um, and they wow. are a team who don't shy away from playing mixed, even at this level. So at Sport Mondebol. Uh, you know, a couple of weeks ago, the ladies were very much starting defense or whatever. So I think that's also really fantastic to see. And I, uh, to be honest, I I, pres I presume that Champions Bowl is mixed when we say men's league. I, if I'm correct in thinking this, and that they will yes. be on the roster. Um, I just think that's really cool because I know there's a lot of um teams out there who are happy to play mixed until you know the the levels up, and then it's okay, girls out, guys in. Um, and I love that about Munich, and they still do really, really well. So just kind of a girl power thing there I love that you know that the ladies are always there yeah one more thing it's I have fun. to add that I just got uh, that's definitely a point I forgot sorry about that and like Lynn and Johanna playing both like experienced players as well we have faced them lots of times that's definitely one of their strengths as well um what I what I just I got slagged off by our defense captain that it's not Oliver Braunstorff who's doing the defense for Munich Spartan, it's the other Oliver. I mean, there's three Olivers in their roster now, the center I mentioned, and two Olivers on defense. So um, I probably mix them up a bit. So it's Oliver Höcklin who is um, doing the defense and is the mastermind behind that. So just to put that right there. All right. So nobody would be angry with you now. No. And just one more thing. Um, talking about sport monday where they beat us i mean we were quite lucky because we i don't know how we did it ended up fourth in the overall group they ended up five so we made it to the semi-finals they didn't but that was just some points difference and if you look at the other games they played as well especially against armadillos i think they lost by one score they beat the rebels and like very very strong games you saw from the munich spartan and sport monday bowl and um, i said intrigued to see how they perform at champions Bowl. Yeah, they they impressed me in uh, Sport Mundo Bowl. Uh, real, they they as I said, they were close to getting to the playoffs. So it's an interesting team. Yeah. Uh, 
Okay. Final seed. Seed four. We have Uppsala, 86ers. And Jimmy, you pronounce the rest because I already murdered one name. I don't want to murder two. How do you say that? It's uh, Flag Football's log. Uh, they are a part of uh, Uppsala 86ers that are a tackle squad. Okay. So it's just their flag football division. Okay. Thanks. Kelkheim Lizards, longtime friends of Champions Bowl. I think they've always been there, more or less. Always. They're, I think they're celebrating 20 years this year, as far as I remember. And they're one of the teams that every year they're like, are you in? 30 seconds. Yes, we're in. We're coming. Every time. They don't even... They're, they're just in. We, we, we might even not ask. I mean, we just... We can just take it for granted that if they qualify, they're in. Red Tigers Ortona, Italy. First time. First timers. And... Yeah, that would be a challenging one. Yeah, Las Rosas Black Demons, exactly. That's Las Rosas Black Demons. Okay, well, so we have... Uh... That would be challenging Ooh. because we have Italian teams, German team. Um, yeah. The Swedish team is actually the only one which can go everywhere. Yeah. And we have the Black Demons who can't go in Group 3. So just see what happens and then we have to yeah. move it around. Let's see. Group 1. Las Rosas Black Demons. That works well. That works well. Let's see if they can stay there or we have to move them around. Yeah, just then, draw the, all the teams and then we talk about them, I would say. Red Tigers, Portona. They can stay as well there. Yeah. No, and they can't. Then, no, because, no, you have a no, 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 no. You can't. We have the Lizards problem, yeah. We, so, Kelkheim. The, draw the next yeah. one. Like the next one needs to be drawn because Kelkan can only, basically only go in group two. So draw the next one. Uppsala. Okay. Yeah, so I, mean, we have, I think we have we have to put Kelkan in group two because yes. they can't go in group three and group four. And then I would just put them both in again and just draw them again because they can now, as far as I okay. see, go everywhere. Okay. Oh yeah, no. Makes sense. Wait, forget, yeah. forget what I'm saying. Forget what I'm saying. We yeah. have an Italian team in Group Four. Yeah. So, no, so, yeah, so the Red Tigers go in Group Three, and the uh, Uppsala 86ers go in 86ers versus 65ers. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so we did it. Yeah. Okie dokie. Okay, so let's talk about the different teams now. Las Rosas Black Demons. I honestly don't know them. Uh, Benji? I know. Um, they have, so you, the year 2017, when there were two um, split European championships due to uh, the, I would say, IFAF, IFAF uh, political differences, the European championship for one side of the IFAF was held in Las Rosas. And as far as I know, there's one team uh, or one family who's more or less running the whole club from tackle to um, to flag. And that's uh, Carrascos, if I'm not wrong. And for example, Javier, he was our host back in this European Championship. He basically helped us around and everything. He's now playing in the ELF. Uh, I don't think he's playing flag, but just as, uh, that's what I know about them. Um, I have no idea how they performed in the Spanish League or anything. Maybe Manu, if you're watching still, you can type some 
something on the Facebook chat and help us out here. And Marcus can maybe have a look out for that. But yeah, they, they did an amazing job organizing their tournament. And um, yeah, so happy to have them there the first time as well. Well, feel free to go ahead right into group two. Yeah, uh, a very strong group in my eyes. So um, yes. Yeah, Sphinx, Blackbirds, Buttonhookers, Calcam Lizards. Yeah, the, la the last years, Calcam has always, as well, like they were next to Munich, the team who challenged us the most on every game day. And um, on Champions Bowl, I think we played them 2018. It was a back and forth, and we won by one point. And they are always really, really close. They make amazing games against, especially the big teams like. I think they nearly or they won against SGD and like they're a very young team still. I think their offense um, has an average of 21, 22. Oh. Um, um, the, the, their best receiver in my eyes, he's just um, 19 and there's a connection as well between two brothers. So the, the older brother is playing quarterback and the younger brother is um, a receiver. Both of the guys are in the national team or in the roster for the national team as well. Plus the third guy who is still in. Uh, Timo Strasburger, and we have then the two brothers, Philip and Fleming. Um, as said, they've lost their center, their starting center to Munich um, in front of this season, but um, they have picked up another good player in front of that season from um, around here, who has as well been in the roster for the national team. And um, yeah, just a great team. Uh, the only thing I don't know about their oldies, like they're the basically their best defensive player in my eyes and defensive coach and team captain for the last 20 years. As I just said, he they are turning 20 this year and he was there from the very beginning. Uh, Andreas, he broke his um, collarbone a couple of weeks ago. Oh. I have no, no idea how he is. I haven't seen him play the league this year because he was injured. I don't know if he will be fit by then. And yeah, so um, definitely a team to look out for offensively amazing and let's see how they can put up with defense especially against those teams in their group and then everything is possible in my eyes they have no fear and that's what you need in this group good okay red tigers you get your dose of italians this year too benji uh another team that it's it's flag football only they only do flag football they don't have a tackle division uh, they qualified in 2019 by ending up third in the Italian league. And it's another young team, always trying to include new guys to stay young and uh, improve the roster. Uh, they're, they're always there. I mean, they're all, they, they always compete with everybody. And they're, they're more often than not in the final six of the league. So definitely a team that can hold his own, but it's their first time as Champions Bowl. So as we said, it's a shock. So let's see how they how they manage that, right? But I'm I'm happy for them to be able to come and and participate and and taste the what the top competition in Europe is. I'm very happy. And group four, 86ers, Jimmy, you have the floor. Well, they are the reigning champions of Sweden for the last six years. Uh, I have been on the other side for, I think, four, maybe 
yeah, four of those. Uh, they are a really good team, a really strong team. They have a lot of national team players. They have decided that they need to improve by going international. So they are trying to play as many international tournaments as they can, uh, this being one of them. And they are... They, they could upset pretty much anyone uh, on any given day, uh, I think. So that the group four is probably one of the um, dif most difficult groups to predict, I think. Uh, but it, but it, they have their work cut out for them, but I think they can upset someone uh, or some ones, really. Okay. You know, while we were drawing the teams, I was I was thinking in my mind, this is shaping up to be just like 2019. If you remember, Benny, there was not one game, or at least very, very few games, that were like, okay, this game is over, before the whistle was blown at the end. And there were many upsets. I remember looking at the scoreboard every time, and I was like, what? Like... This is shaping up to be a very, very, very nice tournament. Yeah, definitely. Um, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I, I'm counting down the days. I just can't wait to compete again on that level. And yeah, it's amazing. One more thing. Yeah. I just see, um, yeah, I just saw some messages popping up on my phone as well. And Marcus seems like he has some more information received for the Black Demons. Yeah, yeah, I'll just bring it up on the screen there. Black Demons were the runners-up at this year's Spanish Bowl. Uh, lost by a famous flagpole in the end zone. I'm not too sure which one that one is. Um, <laughs> uh, we we had that on the... Uh, I think we've had it on the this show before. Yes, I remember. I wasn't uh, part of that show, but I remember. They played the Firebats in the final. And the Firebats yeah. won in the last second or whatever that was. Oh, yeah, so... I do remember this one. The, the defender pulled the flag out for, for no apparent reason. Yeah. Yeah, I, re I remember this one. Uh, five national team players. Uh, the, the head coach of the national team is also there. And the winner of the Madrid League for the last three years. So, they, okay. they, there's... so I mean, uh, I, I, can't, uh, I, I can't see a group where I'm 100% sure who's going to end up first. Like, saying that group, there isn't, there, there, I mean, there's not a group in which a team cannot upset, upset another one. It's, it's going to be fun to see. I think so, at, so now, now that you said this that you can't level, put them out. When you have... Sorry, go on, Louise. No, I was just going to say, like, across, like, looking at the men's and all the other ladies, like, at this level, when you've got these level of champions, it is it is a case of you know one team's going to lose to another who's going to beat another and it, it is that kind of tournament because of the level that it's at so you you can't sometimes guess who's going to be going through from each one because you know we've seen days where wanderers have beaten the uh, beaten the uh, swedish national team but then laid off for the hookers and the hookers then beat the, and it's just also styles of play so you know it's that's the best thing about this tournament is the level of play you you just you can't guess what's going to happen and you know what? The, the, fun, the, the fun thing of this formula is that you lose, a you lose a game and don't finish first in the first round of groups. You're definitely going against a powerhouse in the second round, Robin. 
So, and yeah. and then you you definitely have to win games to get into the quarterfinals. So it's really a, a competition where you have to win every game to be sure of, I mean, to to to, to avoid yeah. any issues. You can't drop games here. Absolutely, you drop a game. Yeah, you're in danger. Let's have a let's a, a quick run run on this one. Um, we're going to go. What is the, what is your 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 group of death on this one? But also, what is your your pick for the for the champion spot? Uh, Jimmy, we're going to go to you first on this one. Group of death and winner, out of the whole thing. I don't know. I, I just have one question uh, with the uh, tournament rules. Uh, the second group stage is the points reset, or do you keep any points from the? Uh, First group stage, or is it a fresh start in the second group stage? It was a fresh start last time. Yeah, it's been it's been a while, but I think it was a fresh start. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But I, I honestly, I, I know it doesn't look good, but I might be wrong. I haven't checked the rules in a while, and it's been two years, man. <laughs> I'm pushing forty. My memory is, it is what it is, man. Yeah. But it should, um, it should I mean, reset. We will make sure we send out the schedule, basically, because the schedule is yeah. definitely already set, and we can just now fill in the teams, and we can share that with the teams right away, that everything is clear from the beginning. And um, yeah, and Scheduling I think we will yes. make sure that it's pointed out as well. I, I would say, when you're asking for the group of death, I think group two is a, a strong candidate for group of death. Uh, I would say. And as far as picking a winner of the whole tournament, uh, I'm going to have to go Danish, I think. So, boring answer, but <laughs> an, an, an answer nonetheless. Uh, Louise, we'll go to you next on this one. The group of death and the overall winner for you. Did you say no? Sorry, I didn't yeah. hear the name. Louise, yes. Yeah, sorry, sorry. my yeah. internet's not being great. Um, I figured from the silence I should just talk. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I have to agree, group two. I mean, the, the depth of, I mean, the fact that lizards are down there in the fourth seed, you, I don't think you can go, I would go with anything other than group two. Um, my overall winners, I'd love for it to be my lovely Wanderers, of course. I hope this is their year. But I think... Um, Depends on the the personnel that uh, armadillos bring. I mean, Danish national team players, best in Europe. So it, they'll. It would be nice to see someone else give them a good run for their money. But I I do think they they would probably if I had to put my money on it, I think I'd go with the with the armadillos. Danny, we're going to go to you next on this one. Yeah, I mean, to be honest, I can only echo what the two in front of me said. Group B looks horrible to me, or Group 2. Um, I'm glad we're not in that one. Um, <laughs> yeah, like, French champion, Swiss champion, former UK champion, and, um, yeah, runner-up from Germany for the last, I don't know how many years. Sounds a bit mean, but had to drop that here. <laughs> no, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Am amazing group um, for me definitely the group of death and um, yeah as Lou said 
I'm up for the challenge any day. And but I, if I would have to put my money in front of the tournament on any team, I would go Armadillos as well. Like having seen them played three weeks ago against us, we beat played them twice, lost twice. Sure, we missed our best receiver, but we'll see what happens at the Champions Bowl. And um, yeah, we'll give our best as always and see what happens. Marco, final one. You're going for a clean sweep on on, on this no, one? No, no, I don't like clean sweeps. No, uh, <laughs> I mean I agree with the group of that because group two is looks bad, like like ah. Uh, but for the win, I mean, yes, the armadillos. I, I'm sure they're immensely good, but weren't also SGD in Copenhagen when Sphinx beat them. I mean, you can't count Sphinx out that easily, in my opinion. I mean, nope. they've always been there and they've always been able to rise up to the challenge. So I go Sphinx. Also because I don't want to say Armadillos too. I mean, no offense to the Armadillos, but I mean, come on. Four out of four? No, let's say something different. No, but I mean... Honestly, I hope for the 65ers to, to be there. But if I have to, right now, say what the best final would be, the most the final that I would enjoy the most watching would be Armadillo's Sphinx. No offense, Magic. Fine. I mean, Sorry, I'm with you there. So I said Armadillo, so there must be a reason behind that. <laughs> no, but again, any of the top four teams five teams that end up in the final i mean would it surprise you no honestly it wouldn't surprise me so it's a really open season let's see who let's see who who's the best hunter <laughs> well there, there we go that's the both divisions done yeah there's the the mixed division a quick pop-up of the women's one as well so not long to go now. Um, I know that you know, my flights are already booked. I'm, I'm coming over. I don't really care what. Um, I, I may have to isolate when I get back, but at the moment we're doing that's fine by me. I don't have to isolate while I'm there. <laughs> so I hope we'll be covering a few games, um, and we'll be, if I'm allowed to, I'll, I'll try and grab some of you guys and put you put you on the microphone as well, and you can commentate on as many games as you want, maybe on these ones, but. There's another one. Marco, thank you for, for letting us have this this exclusive show for, for this episode. Thank you guys for giving us the the the, the how do you say it? The, the 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 media and to help us out with a with a graph with a uh, sorry, I don't know how to say it, but the, the, the thing where you move the, the teams here I, and there. Thank I, you. I've got, I've got no idea what it's called either. I was just like, oh, I found <laughs> nothing. The thing Someone that everybody enjoyed. <laughs> Someone else had it, so I pinched it off them. It was fine. Definitely more up to date than pieces of paper. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you, you mean, but you thank you. Like, thank you very much for the space and the time. You, you look at UEFA, they're still using bits of paper. So, you know, it works for them. <laughs> it's got to work for everyone else. But there we go. We'll call this episode done yeah. with. Uh, guys, thank you once again, everyone, for joining us on this one. And it's, we'll be hopefully keeping up with any, any news on coming on that one. And uh, it'll be international football back on, on the field. So hopefully the, the next international episode will be, and I'm hoping Martin's watching this one, with the, the 
Israel uh, schedule and everything and the groups and things like that. I've followed them around the country enough now. Hopefully, I'll give in and just give me the, the schedule. But there we go. That's another episode done. Guys, thank you once again, and we will see you out there soon. Thank you very much for having us. It was, I think, probably one of the longest 2015 episodes and intrigued what the traffic Definitely. was. And yeah, thank you very much, guys. It was nice as always. That wraps up this episode. Find us on Facebook at First and 15 Podcast. Give us a like to keep up with all of our shows. Also, check out our sponsor, Nuola, for all your customized sportswear supplies.